0: You know of a Dancer, Prancer and Vixen, Comet
1: and Cupid and Donder and Blitzin. But do you recall what's that? The most famous reindeer of all, Come on, get it. What's radio nice now again? What welcome back to to do with a fantasy? If you're if you're used to fire and ice, the song of Fire and Ice from Game of Thrones playing right there. Sorry for disappointing. But this is DMX singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, and it's fantastic. We're on – it's Christmas Eve Eve. Merry Christmas, everybody out there. Happy holidays, whatever it is that you say. One segment left here. One dude with a fantasy. Give me a shout. We are an interactive fantasy football radio show. For one more segment, 404-726-0929. You can get me at the – that's the Solemn Brothers Diamond text line number. That is also the phone line Number, shout-out to my guy Doug who called during the commercial break just to chat up Christmas movies. He shouts out Die Hard and Scrooge. Scrooge is a very underrated Christmas movie. Great movie, though. Bill Murray is a rock star. We all know that, though. Um, Die Hard, look, this is what i got to say about Die Hard. Do I believe Die Hard's a Christmas movie? Of course I do. It is. All right? But, look, if you don't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie, that's okay, too. Okay? We don't have to be right or wrong on this. It can be both. All right, because there's, there's, a, there's a, a segment of people that believe Christmas movies have to be movies that you watch with your kids, the whole family around. Die Hard is not that, but the message of Die Hard is still family. He is trying to get home to see his family on Christmas Eve, all right, or Christmas Day. So Die Hard, Friday after next, Batman Returns, Gremlins, all Christmas movies, all to be enjoyed. If you don't want to enjoy them or it's not Miracle on 34th Street, that's fine too. We don't have to argue, but we're humans and we love arguing. Um, from the uh, from the Solemn Brothers Diamond text line, shout out to Rusty, who, dude, Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, that's amazing. I'm going to check that out maybe today. Uh, I just hope that I can find it in 3D. There used to be a 3D channel that was offered so you could just have a 3d receiver and watch stuff in 3d that doesn't even exist anymore i don't own harold and kumar in 3d you have to have a blu-ray these days so hopefully i can find it maybe i can find it on uh the amazon or the ebay so rusty asks how long have you been playing fantasy football and how did you get into it were you playing before the internet got so useful uh yes rusty um i'm gonna age myself but not that aged i am a gen xer uh, I've been playing fantasy football for 26 years, all right? I was born in 1977, started playing fantasy football when I was about 20. Hard to believe that it's been that long, but there was the internet, Rusty, when I was started playing fantasy football. I don't date myself. I don't go back that much. But fantasy football has been around for, if I had to guess, probably 50 years. There are leagues out there that were done by very early, uh, by done by uh, male Whereas you had to mail your commissioner who you wanted to start or sit, and the only way that points were figured was by looking at the box score on the, on the newspaper on Monday and getting the touchdowns. That's all they counted were like touchdowns. There weren't no PPRs. I think maybe some leagues back in that day counted yardage. That goes way back. I did not get to play in a league like that. Sometimes I wish that it was that simple these days because now there's so many metrics. But if we still play fantasy football using a newspaper – I would probably not have a job here on 99 of the Game as a fantasy football analyst because there wouldn't be a whole lot to talk about without, you know, PPR and air yards and expected points and stuff like that. Fire and ice, though. I'll tell you what's fire. DMX singing Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You know who else is fire? This week, anyway. Baker Mayfield. All right, Baker Mayfield. Look, bear with me here. Baker Mayfield had his best game and probably like. 2 or 3 years last week all right the jags have given up 20 points to the quarterback position 3 weeks in a row they're fifth in the nfl against the pass that's total pass yardage they've given up the third most points to the quarterback position all season like i said baker mayfield coming off one of his best weeks in a in quite some time baker mayfield startable quarterback in the fantasy football semifinals. Now, look, I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's ranked top five. You're not starting Baker over, over, you know, Lamar. You're not starting Baker over even Brock Purdy or especially Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen. I'm not saying that. But, look, this has been that season. You know who you are out there. Baker Mayfield can be a startable quarterback for you in the semifinals. We'll figure out next week, next week, if you're in that situation. Alright, here's another one for you. Now, this may be this may be a situation like I just talked about where you're having to start a Baker Mayfield or a Baker Mayfield type. I'm gonna give you a guy here who's going up one of the who has one of the best matchups in fantasy football this season. Might only be a second quarterback in a two quarterback league for you. And if you if you're having to run this guy out there, hopefully that's the situation. It's Tommy DeVito. Hey Tommy Cutlets, hear me out. The Eagles are the second-worst team in the NFL versus the quarterback. All right? They've also given up the fifth-most passing yards in the NFL. This is not last year's um, Philadelphia Eagles. All right? He's already played the worst team versus the pad, versus the fantasy football quarterback this season. That was the Commanders in Week 11, and he put up 23 points. Doesn't have a whole lot of weapons, but he can dump the ball off to Saquon, who should also have a decent game here versus the Eagles. The Eagles have lost three games in a row. They have to win this game. They are going to be putting up points The the against a great matchup in the Giants' defense. They're going to be putting up points, so I would expect that the, the Giants are going to have to be throwing the ball to keep up with them. So there you go. Who I'm not starting this week is Kyler Murray. The Bears' defense are the second-best defense against the quarterback the last month. They've only they've only had two games out of the last five. Or Kyler Murray has only put up over twenty points in two games over the last five, and they were both against uh, bottom bottom of the barrel f- fantasy football quarterback matchups. So don't start Kyler Murray. I would start Tommy DeVito this week. In a nutshell, over Kyler Murray. There, I said it. All right. When I get to running backs, I don't have fire and ice running backs for you. Look, this is the fantasy football playoffs. Stay with the girl that brought you to the dance. I've said that a few times over the last couple of weeks. What that means is don't, try, don't get too cute with your fantasy football matchups going in and staying in the playoffs. There are, look, there are choices that you got to make. All right, Decisions that you have to make in the fantasy football playoffs. But if a guy got you all the way here and then just has kind of a tough matchup, you're going to roll with that guy more than likely. So here are some running backs that are hard to trust but have great matchups this week. All right, look, uh, you've been burned by these guys. The second one I've been burned by all season, but he has a great matchup this week. The first one you've been burned by probably the last, like, four weeks. It's DeAndre Swift versus the Giants. I just told you. Yet De- Tommy DeVito, look. In that same game, the Giants' very leaky defense, secondary and run defense. All right, eighteen carries last week. There's only one game in DeAndre Swift's last eight games where he had where he didn't have at least eleven carries. So look, eleven carries is the floor. The Eagles have lost four straight. It's time to or three straight. It's time to kind of reset the 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 framework of our offense here. We all know that Jalen Hurts is their goal line back. If they get within the five, it's probably going to be a tush push. But four red zone carries last week from DeAndre Swift. That, you know, look, the Eagles from the five in, it's going to be Jalen Hurts, but it could be DeAndre Swift from 20 in. So I like the matchup this week versus the Giants. I get it. If you don't want to start him, you don't have to start him. I get it. This next one here, man.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I
1: touted this year you could draft him number one overall. Boy, did that call backfire. My apologies. It's Atlanta Falcons' own Bijan Robinson. The talents there... The usage was not. And it wasn't because Tyler Algier backs him up. It's just because he hadn't been used. But look, the Colts have given up the most 10-plus point running backs in the last month, and it was like five or six. It's not just four, one every week. They've given up the fourth most points to the running back position this year. Bijan Robinson has scored 17-plus points in three of his last five games, and the others he scored – 11 and .4. I get it. The .4 was last week, and it's fresh on our mind. So if you even survive that in the first round of the playoffs, congratulations. He's gotten 16 carries, though, in three of the last four games. This is a game that Arthur Smith and the Falcons absolutely have to win. All right? So it's a great matchup for B. John Robinson. I get it. He has a double-digit floor going in this game versus the Colts. He's a great flex play. I'm, I'm starting him in one league, the only league out of, like, five where I drafted him that I actually even made the playoffs. So, run with that. If, with, do with that with what you will. I think I just jacked that saying up. Another running back that balled out last week but has a bad matchup. All right, this guy, you saw the roof, the ceiling, through the roof. The ceiling was through the roof last week. I don't know if we can expect that this week. That's Ty Chandler versus the Lions. For one, Alexander Madison may play. Now, Ty Chandler is still going to get some run this week, even if Alexander Madison plays. But even if Alexander Madison doesn't play, the Detroit Lions have allowed a league low, lowest in the league running backs that have scored at least 10 points against them. Only seven running backs have scored at least 10 points versus the Lions this season. Now, they've had some blow-up games where they've allowed a lot more than 10 but only seven double-digit fantasy days. They've given up the fewest points to running backs this entire season, as in accumulated all points versus running backs. Madison, a game-time decision. Ty Chandler, a smaller guy, didn't have more than 15 carries from college all the way to the pros until last week where he got 23. I'm just saying that type of volume is probably not going to happen again for Ty Chandler. If Alexander Madison plays, I'm out on Ty Chandler. If Alexander Madison does not play, Ty Chandler will probably get the volume to, to get you a decent flex. Maybe he scores a touchdown. He had two last week. You just don't want to chase touchdowns is all I'm saying. So there you go with that one. All right, wide receivers. If you have to, great matchup. All right? I already told you that Tommy DeVito, Tommy Cutlets, was a good matchup versus the Philadelphia Eagles because he is. If you absolutely have to play a Giants wide receiver, they have a fantastic matchup this week. Does that help you? I'm not 100% sure. All right. But Wondell Robinson, Darius Slayton, I would rank them in that order. Philadelphia Eagles, second worst team versus the quarterback position. All right. Fifth most passing yards in the NFL. They've also given up the most points to the wide receiver position in fantasy football this season. Wandale Robinson has a slight edge over Darius Slayton in targets. That's the reason why I would go with him. So there you go. If you absolutely have to start a Giants wide receiver and you're in a pickle, it's a great situation there for you to uh, to start Wandale Robinson and keep your uh, fingers crossed, maybe not even watch the game. Question here on the Solomon Rogers Diamond text line from the 678. Who should I flex in a PPR league? I would love to know what the rest of your roster looks like if you have this question. DJ Moore, Devontae Adams, or Aaron Jones? Out of those three in my flex, wow, he must have drafted Travis Kelsey, he has, has a little Amon Ross St. Brown on his team, something like that. I can see those playing out in that first. I got DJ Moore in like the fifth round. He went in like the fifth or sixth round of leagues. Devontae Adams went in the second round. That's a great team, though. Uh, I would rank them in this order. DJ Moore versus the Arizona Cardinals. I love it. It's a great, it's a better rush. Better, oh, it's a worse rush defense than they are secondary. But look, it's Arizona Cardinals. They're, they're, they're not good. Um, I like DJ Moore. Aaron Jones has the better matchup than Devontae Adams does, but it's a PPR. So I would still probably go Devontae Adams and then Aaron Jones. It's just been hard to trust Aaron Jones this season, but with no. If, if uh, A.J. Dillon doesn't play, Aaron Jones is in a great spot. Those are all decent plays this week, but I would rank them, D.J. Moore, Devontae Adams, in that order, the order that you asked him. Um, so, here we go. Let's, uh, let's kind of get our way through this, uh, this Cincinnati Bengals situation here for you. Tyler Boyd versus the Steelers I will have as a fire play for you this week. And this is out of desperate. – I'm not saying desperation, desperation, but look. Jamar Chase has already ruled out. T. Higgins – is who you would think would be the fire Cincinnati Bengals wide receiver. And if you want to start T. Higgins, go ahead, but he has a horrible matchup. And it's not against the, the entire Pittsburgh Steelers secondary or pass defense. It's against one guy, Joey Porter Jr. If T. Higgins is, is in there with Jamar Chase out, T. Higgins plays on the outside, Tyler Boyd plays on the inside, Joey Porter Jr. is going to be all up in T. Higgins' kitchen on Sunday. All right, that leaves Tyler Boyd is really the only guy on the Cincinnati Bengals pass offense that you're going to want to throw out there. I'm not saying bench T. Higgins. I'm saying he has a bad matchup. That leaves Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd should see, you know, six, seven targets. Hopefully, he gets in the end zone for you on uh, on Sunday. And then I'm icing all Commanders wide receivers. That's McLaurin. That's Samuel. That's Dotson. It's the Jets. How many times have we got to go through this? We go through this every week. The Jets are a horrible matchup for the fantasy football wide receivers. The fewest points against wide receivers this season, the second fewest pass yards. Sauce Gardner, Reed, all that stuff. Don't play any Washington Commanders wide receivers. I would start Tyler Boyd this week in fantasy football before I'd start McLaurin, Samuel, or Dotson. There you have it. Good luck in the fantasy football semifinals. All right, I'll be back next week. With everything you need to know leading into the Fantasy Football Finals, hopefully you're in the money still next week. You can hit me on Twitter if you have any more questions throughout the weekend. I am at Jedi Sports Radio. Thank you for listening and participating in One Dude with a Fantasy on Sports Radio 910 Out the Game.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio.